Hello and welcome back to another episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl Rochelle and this is a bonus episode. We are continuing to review Married at First Sight Season 14. This is a recap of episode 5. The title of this episode is It's a short it's not a short thing and this episode had me all over the place (laughs) so I am just going to review or recap in regards to the individual couples and and my thoughts or impressions on where they are at so the first couple um, I did write notes. I was trying to write notes, but I was just like, I'm, I'm not sure what's happening. But also, this wasn't the most eventful episode. So I was just like, uh. <laughs> but um, so I'm just going to review my thoughts on where the individual couples are at and what's going on with them. So Mark and Lindsay. So Mark and Lindsay are interesting. <laughs> We all know, if you have been watching the show, that Lindsay tends to be on 25000 at all times. But I do think that she is trying to manage her energy. And Mark is Captain Sabaho. You know, he's the nice guy. They call him Mark the Shark. But he's that nice guy. It's a on like individual on paper or like at first look it's a nice balance but I think that I think they're on day three of the honeymoon or day three of meeting each other he's worn out so you know Lindsay has had that issue with Olajuwon and Mark came through and he was like, listen, I'm sorry for Lindsay. Can we have a good, you know, a good outlook with the couples? Can we get over this hurdle? Everybody was like, including Elijah Wan, everybody was like, yeah, yeah, we're good. Katina, I think that's Elijah Wan's wife, was like, you know, I'm just going to say yeah, but I really mean nah. For the most part, you know, but he has really been that buffer for Lindsay, but he's worn out. (laughs) He's worn out with her in with her energy and it's only day three of knowing her. And so there's one part in the episode, this episode where they have a dinner, it's romantic. And he was like, listen. I care for you whatever whatever but it's just like I want to slow this down like this has been like a race I want I am into you I care for you but I don't want us to be on 25 all the time like I want to really get to know you I want it and I want to take this at a slow pace and Lizzie was like um okay but if you want like she acknowledged to him i'm on two sides of the spectrum either i'm slow or i'm 
extremely fast. Like, you, there's no middle ground for me. If you wanted to take it slow, you should have told me that before we consummated our marriage. Before we, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I do understand where she, where she's coming from also. Like, you, you kind of can't have it both ways. But I just think, like, she's just so high energy. She's just so, like... I, I don't know what the balance is for a significant other for her. But I do think he, I mean, it's crazy that it's day three and he was like, oh my God, I can't take, I can't be Captain Save a Hole for her. I can't do all of this stuff for her. Like, I, I think what he's, honestly, what I think he's saying is I care for you. I like you. Can we please find a middle ground and she's like but there's no but I think I honestly it's crazy because her family has warned him like you know don't get on her bad side you know it's like taming an alligator like you do whatever it is that her personality is I think he's saying he's not dropping out of the race he's just saying can you please find a middle ground at some times like i can't i want to do this but i can't do this <laughs> so she's going to have to it's a lot for people that's why her relationships have not been successful she's going to whatever her personality is i can't fully tell you but she's going to have to find that middle ground and he's saying I'm not dropping out, but please find that middle ground for me. So I don't know where Mark and, and he's, he's, I'm not saying he's perfect, but he's, he's a nice guy. He's showing up for her. He's trying to, you know, teach her whatever, or, you know, but he's just saying, listen, like, I can't do all of this. Like he's telling her early on, like that communication part is there for him. And that's admirable for sure you know but he's like listen can you dial this back a couple of notches and she wasn't feeling it and i understand but at least he's telling her she you know you you a lot i and 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 i just need you to dial this back a little bit <laughs> the next couple that we have is steve and noi which if you've listened to my other recaps they are I have two favorite couples. Steve and Noi is one of the two favorite couples. And Noi seemingly is all in. She has expressed to Steve that she feels like she's falling in love with him. And she's also expressed to the women of Married at First Sight, the cast, that she feels like she's falling in love with him. And that, like, Steve is just like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and Steve is just like, you know, I, I accept that she feels this way, but it's day three. You know, I, I want realistic expectations. I like her, but I can't say that I, my feelings are the same level as her. And that I think she feels a little bit worried, but I think Noi 
it's just like she's a all in like she I think she's like when she when she likes you or loves you she you know it doesn't take much for her when she has those feelings and there was a, a point where on in this episode they went on like a boat ride in Puerto Rico or whatever and it was all the women and all the men and and they really they were able like once they were with like each other they were able to express their real feelings and so when steve was with the guys he was like she's been expressing these feelings like and uh, noise like uh. <laughs> and um i think that honest communication is important I think Steve really likes Noi, you know, for sure. But I just think, like, he's not like, I'm, I love you and you're the love of my life. I want to be with you forever on day three. And that's okay. He is where he needs to be. They are still one of my top couples, you know. And it's okay that he is not madly in love with Noi on day three, you know. And she has to be okay with that. And I do think that she she's like, oh, you don't feel the same way. But also, you have to understand, no, he doesn't feel the same way. And that's okay. I think he's being honest with his feelings. And he's not. he is not the important thing. He is not leading her on. And that is 100% okay. So we will see what happens with them, but they are still one of my top couples to make it that I enjoy and I like. And I think that they are, they were a, a good match. My other good match was Jasmina and Michael. Lord, they are going through it. Um, so I think with Michael... Michael, they, Michael and Jasmina have been having a little bit of disagreements on the honeymoon. Michael feels like there was a situation where all the couples were together and he felt like Jasmina cut him off and Jasmina did not feel like when they were talking about constant like there was a question they were doing like the have have you ever have never have i ever game he felt michael felt like jasmina cut him off in one of the questions jasmina did not feel the same so you know she apologized that you know she was like i'm sorry you felt the way that you felt but she didn't apologize because she didn't feel like she truly cut him off so there's been these little like arguments and disagreements, you know, and for Jasmina, she's like, you know, you think so negatively all the time. And his sisters warned her about this, you know, and it's always in the back of her head. And Michael was just like, I've been through so much. I've had so much loss. Like, yes, I do think very critical about things. They just keep having these little arguments. I don't think it's like a deal breaker. I just, I hope, here's the thing. Like, I feel like with them, it could go two ways. Like, it could be like, you petty and I keep having all these arguments with you. Or it could be like, this is helping to, helping me to get to know you early on. And... 
it's going to help us to grow. It's going to help me to learn you. It's going to help me to um, know how to navigate our relationship. But they keep getting these little like petty arguments. And I'm like, bro, what is going on? So I don't know. Like Mike, Michael keeps saying that he is really he's not used to really putting it into a lot of effort and he wants to show up and that's why he really is being truly critical in regards to their relationship and is causing arguments and for jasmina she's like yo like you be mad negative and you be like on 10 and or 25 and you for like don't be disrespectful for me don't don't be disrespectful to me so i don't know they're jasmina and michael and um steve and noy are still my top two couples but i'm like if they if if michael and jasmina keep having these petty arguments i don't know <laughs> but you know you have to learn people honestly sometimes people learn people and it's not that friction and sometimes you have to learn people by going through the storm so we'll see what happens with jasmina and michael so next up we have katina and Alajuan and Alajuan. So in this episode, Alajuan takes Katina to the gym and he was really like being OD crazy. Like, if you want me, if you want to be with me, you got to do this. Like, don't, don't chicken out, etc., etc. Like, you know, and, and afterwards, like he was really hard on her in the gym. And so afterwards, he was like, that was just a test because I don't want her to not call me out. I don't want her to be like, oh, yeah, everything's okay. Like, I, he, he was like, I was crazy in the gym with her. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And, <laughs> and you know, so Katina got into it with... um Lindsay because she's still harping on the initial altercation or whatever you want to call it that she had um that contain that Lindsay I'm sorry had with Olajuwon and I understand you know you gotta stand up for your man but Olajuwon had forgave Lindsay and you know I don't know like I understand Lindsay being on 25,000, but I also feel like, you know, him and Lindsay came to an agreement. They came to an understanding. Like, you are totally, like, running this. Like, you're, you have to understand that, like, Olajuwon forgave Lindsay. Like, and you know she was having a moment she's trying to connect at that time it was all the women together she was trying to connect and you know whatever she was having you know you may not agree with but it just she you know she at Lindsay was not on 25 at that time and you have to like I just felt like she should have honored that moment where Lindsay was like this is why 
and then I, you know for I, I i know i'm all over the place with this but i do think that katina was doing the most also like with Lindsay. And the women were on Katina's side, I think. But Lindsay, Lindsay, yeah, she has her fault. But in that moment, she, she was, she was explaining her moment. And I just think that Katina and Lindsay needed to have a separate conversation from the group. Um, but nonetheless, I don't even know if that that is explanatory, but. Katina and Olajuwon, you know, Katina feels like she's um, developing feelings for Olajuwon and vice versa. So, okay. I still don't, I, I, I still don't think they're going to make it, but whatever. Uh, I really don't have much to say about Katina and Olajuwon. And then last but not least, Lord. Lord and the Lord and the Lord. Alyssa and Chris. Mm-hmm. Chris is still trying. He's trying to engage Alyssa in activities. And at first she was okay. And I I broke down a term for Alyssa. I think she's a brat. But then I, in my head, I at the end of the episode or at the end of their whatever, I had another term for her that I won't say. <laughs> but... He's trying. He's trying to get to know her. He's trying to. But she's like, I don't even want him near me. I don't want to do this. She's like, I went to a psych in this episode. She's like, I went to a psychic. And the psychic told me that my my forever person, my husband, whatever she said, has tattoos and has pretty eyes. Like she and but she admitted finally that she is not physically attracted to Chris. He is a nice guy. He is coming to the table. <sighs> Lord have mercy. And she was like, I called my mom. And I'm upset with my mom. Because she was like, you don't want to look a certain way on camera. She does not like Chris. He has done nothing to her. He's not a bad looking guy. He's, you know, he's not Tom Cruise or... I'm trying to think of, you know, John Cena or Killian Murphy or, but he hasn't done anything to her, you know, and she is not trying. And there's one point in this episode where she's upset and she was like, can you tell them, can you tell them for him to not come near me? He's done nothing to her. And so I feel, you know, there's always um, a couple that doesn't, you know, is not a match. But literally, he's done nothing to her. <laughs> she is just not physically attracted to him. And he calls in the thing I adore and I love about him. He calls her out on her BS. Because she's like, oh, you, you, you know, you're trying to say this and you're trying to say that and you're painting me as this. Yeah, because he hasn't done anything to you, homegirl. <laughs> you, he hasn't, you are not trying to, you want the perfect man physically. He's not bad looking. 
but he hasn't done anything to you personally. And so, Alyssa, I'm just like, girl, go by, you know. Um, I feel bad for Chris. That's all I got to say. So, that's, the, I think, I, I hope I hit all the couples, <sighs> you know. Um, yeah, that's it for this this episode of Married at First Sight. I feel bad for Chris. Um, we'll see what happens. And... This is another bonus episode. We're recapping Merit at First Sight season 14. Until next episode, where you know, if you have a moment, listen to some of my other content. This is Rochelle. Take care of yourselves. And until the next episode, talk to you soon.